You are listening to Creation Talk, a creation.com podcast, proclaiming the truth to honor the Creator while providing credible answers. Where are all the human fossils? And why don't we see humans buried with dinosaurs today? If there was a global flood, how come we don't see humans buried in the flood sediments? I'm Dr. Robert Carter. I'm and sitting I- here with my good friend, Joel Tay. Yes, thank you. And we are having a really fun discussion on human fossils, Noah's flood, and questions that we get asked sometimes after our talks, at our events, uh, sometimes online, on Facebook. I'm trying to answer some YouTube videos that CMI produces when people jump on us saying, oh, how come we don't see human fossils in the fossil record? Excellent question. So Rob, I was actually quite uh, excited about this talk after we had the earlier discussion about this. Yeah, sitting in the photocopier room, <laughs> hashing out the arguments back and forth, wishing we had a camera then. Okay, we'll see how we'll do the second time. Just to frame the whole, the whole thing, um, all human fossils that we know today, they are post-flood. Yeah. So how do we know that? Actually, I wrote an article a couple of years ago, are Neanderthals pre-flood? Because mm-hmm. someone asked me that. They were convinced the Neanderthal fossils were pre-flood and yes. modern humans were post-flood. But it's not true. Uh, Neanderthals are buried in shallow graves. They're buried in caves, in rock layers that have been formed by Noah's flood. Mm-hmm. And we carry Neanderthal genes. Therefore, obviously, humans and Neanderthals live together because mm-hmm. they had babies together. So this Neanderthals are post-flood. Okay. As well as all the other human fossils. Now, the evolutionists say us because humans didn't evolve until late. And, you know, had billions of years of fossil record and humans are only on the top. Okay, so we believe that all human fossils are post-flood, yet as biblical creationists, we believe that the vast majority of fossils that we find are actually are caused fossils. by the flood. Yeah, so that's, that's a good question, and it raises a controversy, and it raises mm. some discussion points that can be answered, and we're going to try to answer them here because we have a, a lot of points on our outline to go through. All right. So first of all, why are most of the fossils that we find, why are they caused by the flood? Noah's flood is a perfect recipe for fossilization. That is. You have massive amounts of water washing around, massive amounts of sediments, things piling up quickly, things getting buried in sandy, gravelly sort of matrix away from predators, away from oxygen, away from bacteria. And then the minerals in the pore waters of those soon-to-be rocks start to crystallize, and we have fossil, fossils forming. So we need rapid barrier catastrophe. These are the best conditions yeah. for fossils. Yeah, so Noah's no flood predicts a massive amount of fossils. And creation has been saying that for decades. Okay, so the flood layers form the fossils. And is that a reason why we find 95% of the fossils that we find are ocean-dwelling creatures? Oh, bot- actually, more than that. It's mostly clams. Mostly clams, okay. Yeah. So uh, only a small percentage yeah, are Clams actually- and snails. Mo- most of the fossil record is shellfish, basically. Okay. And then you have corals and sponges and algae, trilobites, Things like that. And then some fish. That's because the Bible says that the oceans come out from the sea onto the land? Because the, the flood started in the oceans. Okay. And since it's a watery event, the things that lived in the water were the first things to die and get buried in massive numbers. So 95% are invertebrates in the ocean. 4.75% is actually from plants. And only 0.25% are vertebrates. This is a so tiny amount. a quarter of a percent of fossils have a backbone. Have a backbone, that's what it is. Okay, that's amazing. And some of those are dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Some of those are mosasaurs and fish and pterosaurs. And doesn't look like there's hardly any human fossils buried in the fossil record deeply. 
Now, I know there are people that say, oh, there's this fossil of a giant person buried in this layer. We tend to not go there. Yes. Uh, most of our stuff says, looking at the fossil record, there really isn't any evidence of giant humans. We just made some people mad. That's fine. <laughs> um, but also, there's there's no evidence of human fossils deep into the fossil record. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. And, and one reason is that it's really hard to get fossils today. Yeah, because the flood's over. You don't have this massive episode of sedimentary deposition happening anywhere. And so very fossil formation happening today is rare. Okay. But the Bible is clear that God created dinosaurs on day six, land creatures, together with man. The Bible says he created land animals together with man. So that would include dinosaurs. It would include dinosaurs now that we know that dinosaurs exist. And yet we know that in the fossil Existed. record, dinosaurs and men are not found yeah, together. Not. Why is that? Well, how many different reasons can we think of? Well, quite a few. I think first of all, we have what we call living fossils, right? Yeah. So what are living fossils? These are creatures that we find in the fossil record. And they're alive today. Yeah, they're still alive today. But we only find that certain what we call time frames in using evolutionary time. Yeah, so um, horseshoe crabs. Horseshoe crabs is a good example. They're all over the bay where I grew up. I saw horseshoe crabs all the time. And they're in the fossil record in some of the deeper layers of the fossil record. Buried with trilobites. Trilobites are now extinct. But it's something like the coelacanth. Yes. That amazing fish that they thought was the 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 primitive four-legged animal. You know, those those stumpy legs were the, the evidence of the thing evolving into a land animal. Yes. In the evolutionary record, I mean, it's got a couple hundred million years of, of fossil representation. Yes. Yeah, and then it died out with the dinosaurs. Life. Yes, that's right. And then they find it alive off of Madagascar. And now they find some in Indonesia also. And it's nothing like a transitional fossil. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the fossil representation hasn't changed. Yes. And yet we never found it buried with whales. Yes, right. And they live in the same ocean. Yes. So the entire evolutionary history of whales, coelacanths were right there. And we never find whales and coelacanths buried together. But we know they lived at the same time. Okay, so the same thing would be with humans. With humans, yeah. Just because we don't find humans buried with dinosaurs does not mean they didn't live at the same time because the fossil record is fickle. Mm -hmm. It preserved some things and it didn't preserve other things, even though they were contemporaneous. Okay, so one of the explanations that um, some creationists give for why we do not find human fossils before the flood, they say that humans run to high ground. Ah, yes. Running to higher ground. And I understand that. I I don't really like the argument. I I don't like that argument at all. Yeah, why is that? But I hear it a lot. Well, have you ever been outside during a torrential rainstorm? Occasionally, but seldom, because the moment it starts to rain... You go inside. (laughs) (laughs) I hide in my house here. (laughs) Fleeing to high ground would also presuppose that you thought a giant flood was coming. Uh Uh-huh, yes. And unless you were Noah and his family, you probably didn't believe that there was a big flood coming. Yeah, I think that's why when you have big localized floods, people get stranded in the houses all the time. I yeah, think. there was a big flood right here in this area. When I first moved to this area, we lived in my house for a month and we had 30 days of rain every day. And on the last day, I think we had 10 or 11 inches of rain. And that little creek behind my house that was maybe a half a foot deep, mm-hmm. all of a sudden was 20 feet deep, 100 feet wide, and was flowing at about 10 or 15 miles an hour. Oh, wow. There was no way a human could cross that little creek. And this was quite a while ago? Well, 10 years ago, maybe. Oh, just 10 years ago. But I saw it happen. I mean, this little creek became huge because of torrential rains. 
And you were stranded. And we were stranded. My On our street, there was four ways to get off of the street, and three of those ways were either underwater or the bridge had been washed out. So we were almost trapped. Uh-huh. And if my house was, my house was right next to this little creek, and mm-hmm. it was in danger of being washed away. But if my house started getting inundated, I would have grabbed my wife and kids, and we would have fled to higher ground. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is 100 feet away. <laughs> the, we wouldn't have been able to say, hey, we need to fly to the North Georgia mountains. And if we thought that, we never would have been able to get there. Oh, that's interesting. So flee to higher ground means a, a local topological high point, mm-hmm. not a global topological high point. Humans cannot migrate over vast different distances during a massive flood. So what was this idea about fleeing to higher ground? Why would fling to high ground actually not result in fossils. What's the rationale behind that? Uh, well, it, it's really an older argument. And the idea is that if you're, because you're smart and you're intelligent, unlike an animal, which is dumb, right? They're just going to die. Humans yes. are going to be like, oh, I'm going to walk uphill. Yes. If you're the last thing buried, maybe you wouldn't be petrified as well as the first things buried. Ah, okay. That's, I think that's where the argument comes from. But I, neither you nor I really like yes, this very much because right. practically it just doesn't work. There's another argument people used to use. Some people still do. I'm not a big fan of it. It's called the float and bloat. What's that? Well, if, if when humans die, they float, and mm-hmm. therefore they don't get buried in sedimentary rocks. Okay, yes. But that's not quite true. Why is that? Because human bodies sink. This is why we drown. But don't we read about people who drown in the river and then their body floats up after a few days? Yeah, yeah, exactly. After a few days, as decompositional gases start building up in the body cavity, uh-huh. the body can float. Yes. And it'll float for a while, but then when the, when the gases burst open the abdominal cavity, <laughs> and they sink again. Ah. And so they don't last a long time on the surface. Obese people with a lot of fat, they can float when they're dead. Okay. Most people don't. And even if they do, they don't last long. And if you're on the bottom and you're, if your body's being attacked by any sort of a, you know, a crab or a fish or something that, that's a consumer, yes. it's going to poke holes in that body cavity and the body's not going to float. It's still going to sink to the bottom. Yeah, just like the, the whale that they just found uh-huh. off of California last week. It was an intact whale lying on the bottom of the ocean. Which is interesting because a lot of people think that when whales die, they float to the top. No, they don't. Sometimes they can. Okay. A, a decomposing, nasty, stinky whale can have enough gases in it and maybe enough fat in it that it'll float. Okay. But you, the pieces break off, individual pieces sink, or the entire animal, I mean, this animal, the skeleton is complete. And it's just lying on the bottom of the ocean being decomposed. Never floated. Which is interesting too, because we use, some people use the bloat and float argument as a reason for why we don't find human fossils. But that should apply to all these other animals it, as well. And it should apply to all the other ones also. Unless humans were buried late in the flood and floated and bloated, and other things that floated and bloated early made us sunk, maybe there's a timing differential. But it just, it just sounds like special pleading to me, so I don't go there. So what are some better explanations that we have? Well, how many did we come up with? We came up with like five or six. Yes, quite a few actually. Um, I like the needles in a haystack argument. Yes, that's my favorite too. But what, okay. what's that exactly? Well, how many humans were alive at the flood? But the Bible says that we got created, mankind created them starting with two, Adam and two, Eve. Yeah. And we know that the flood occurred about 1,600 years later, mm, plus or take, minus yeah. a little bit. So we really do not know how many humans were alive at the time of the flood. No, but the Bible only says that he created two humans. He doesn't say, it doesn't say anything about any other species, how many organisms God created. Okay, so assuming by the time of the flood, 
we have, even if we're going to be generous, 10 million people alive on earth at the time. And I doubt it's that much. Yeah, I doubt so because the Bible says that, you know, the earth Genesis, is filled with violence. Yeah, the earth is filled with violence. Yes. So, yeah, I don't think there's that many people. Okay. But even if there was, mm-hmm. there's a lot of sedimentary rocks in the world. Yes. And yeah. you ran the calculation. What was the number that you got? Did you get this out of the Christian Answers book? Yeah, the Christian Answers book. Go check it out. Yeah, will be the calculations there. So basically, it's saying that if we assume that we have 10 million people at the time of the flood, and we already say that's generous, if we divide that by 700 million cubic kilometers of sediments, that's only one human for every 70 cubic kilometers. <laughs> that's all 70 cubic kilometers of rock with one human skeleton in it. Needles in a haystack. We simply might never have found the humans that are buried deep in the fossil record. That's right. And, and, you know, I think most of the fossils were not even, most of the people who died would not even become fossils. That's the second argument. That's the second the argument. The rarity of fossilization. Just because you're dead doesn't mean you're going to fossilize. You have to be buried in a rapidly accumulating sedimentary pile. Mm-hmm. And even then you might not fossilize. You can still rot. Yes. So it's almost impossible to find one. If you don't have a lot of humans, you're probably not going to get a human fossil. That's the basic argument. So this goes to the next explanation, late stage of death. So what's that? Given a flood scenario where we have lots of sedimentary rocks forming. Yes. Later on in the flood, it's possible that the rate of rock formation slowed down. Okay. So if humans maybe lived at higher elevation in the first place, or if they're buried later, or they died later in the flood, maybe they died during a time when there wasn't a lot of rock being manufactured, therefore their bodies wouldn't be able to be trapped in the rocks. Okay. I don't really believe that. Mm -hmm. Depends on where you draw the flood post-flood boundary. Yes. I know a lot of people at CMI are leaning toward a high... Yeah, I'm starting uh, high in the Cenozoic. I mean, Tim Clary at ICR is doing some phenomenal work in that and really pushing me in this direction. Mm-hmm. I used to think of the KT or the, yes, the yes. KPG where the dinosaurs died out. That's the end of the flood because there's this nice break between types of fossils and other types of fossils. Yeah, I don't hold to that anymore. Yes, yeah, And yeah. But if the flood is in the late Cenozoic, mm-hmm. that means there's a massive amount of rocks being formed in the Cenozoic in the flood. So I can't go with the, maybe humans died later when there's less rock formation. No, still lots of rock formation in the end stages. Okay. So even if humans did run to higher ground and they're rapidly buried in those higher layers, we wouldn't expect to find the fossils because what happens when the flood subsides? The last things that are laid down are the first things to be eroded. So that means the top layers. Top layers get eroded first. I heard a, a, a very interesting talk at the, uh, the last International Conference of Creationism. Yes. And the speaker was saying some controversial things. It made some people a little uncomfortable. Uh-huh. But one of the things he said was, what flood post-flood boundary? Mm-hmm. It's been eroded. You, you have to explain that. I mean, I understand that before. All After the flood is over, rocks are not deposited anymore. The water subsides. Uh-huh. And the first thing that happens is massive amounts of erosion happen to the entire Earth's surface that's exposed to the atmosphere. Yes. And so whatever is deposited last is being heavily eroded. So you're actually saying that the flood boundary doesn't really pop- exist. Doesn't really exist. So what we have is early flood and post flood, yeah. but not so much the late flood. Yeah, yeah. A lot of late flood stuff will be destroyed. That's interesting. Okay. And but see, there's also an ecological component to the flood. 
What do you mean by that? Well, the first thing buried are marine organisms. Okay. The next thing buried are like swampy edge of the yes. continents organisms. Then you have organisms from higher ground. Uh-huh. So there's an ecological component to that, and it's it's successive, and it's in order. And if humans are buried here, that's the part that's getting erased first. Ah, interesting. Okay. Another another thing that might have destroyed human fossils is subduction. What's that? Well, well, it's continental drift. Plates diving under other plates. If humans are buried in a place where there's a subduction zone, maybe the human fossils have been melted by now. Hmm, it's interesting. I mean, catastrophic well. plate tectonics is an idea that I think all of us at CMI hold to, at least mostly. Yeah, so what's that? So a catastrophic plate tectonics, CPT, is referring to massive movement of plates during the flood. During the flood. In fact, the flood was probably propelled by plate movement and plates moving not at the rate your fingernails grow, but mm-hmm. about as fast as you could walk or you can run. Yes. So catastrophic plate tectonics, lots of subduction, a lot of things being deposited have now been brought underneath into the mantle and have melted. So we have multiple explanations for why we do not find human fossils today. Multiple. Okay. And we know the fossil record is fickle. Hmm. We know that things that live together are not buried together because they're alive now. And we don't find them together in the fossil record. So just because we don't find humans buried with dinosaurs, just because we don't find lots of humans deep in the fossil record, that doesn't actually mean anything. Well, I have one last question. Okay. If we do indeed find a pre-flood human fossil, Mm. will we be able to recognize it? Excellent question. Because I don't think modern humans necessarily look exactly like ancient humans. Mm-hmm. And most ancient humans, they look, you know, Neanderthal, Homo erectus, Denisovan. Modern humans look a little different. Okay. We're not as strongly built as our ancestors, things like that. But again, those are post-flood, right? So, And they're, and they're post-flood too, but the earliest human fossils don't look like you and me necessarily. So if I do find a human fossil that is from before the flood, well, I assume that that's an early post-flood fossil. You probably assume that it's a, an early human offshoot of chimpanzees or something like that. I don't know what the evolution would say. But they'd also probably say, oh, no, this isn't um, a, this human fossil didn't come from this part of the fossil record. It was reworked. Uh-huh. It was eroded from somewhere else and deposited in this layer. Or it was a burial. Someone dug a hole and put a human in it and then filled it in again. And therefore, that's why it looks like it's buried in this rock layer, but it's really not. It, the, the human died out millions of years after this rock layer was laid down. So now that's what you're saying is that the evolutionary um, mindset will actually cause them to reinterpret this so that it's placed at a much later date. Yeah. And, and you can also redate the entire rock layer. Oh, we thought this rock layer was older, <laughs> but it's actually much younger than we thought. There's examples of these things. Okay. These things have happened. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I guess we have really shown many reasons for why we don't really find pre-flood human fossils. Many potential reasons. Potential reasons, okay. We didn't actually answer conclusively because it can't be answered conclusively. Mm-hmm. And that's the nature of history and the nature of the historical sciences. No one was where to see it. It wasn't like we had scientists recording on a notepad, you know, all this, this processes happening. It, that's not true. And so we're left with a giant void called history that we're trying to fill in with interpretive ideas. And that's what this is, is an interpretive idea of history that can possibly explain this question. But the question is not really that big a deal. And there's no reason for a skeptic to jump on and say, hey, you, you think that, uh, that humans live with dinosaurs? How come you don't find any humans buried with dinosaurs? Ha, ha, ha. And, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and I think the needle and the haystack argument, that just answers that perfectly for me as well. Okay, good. So, yeah. 
I hope you enjoyed uh, Joel and my lighthearted discussion on this topic. If you like these sort of things, tune into creation.com talk. Go to creation.com, look up some of our articles. We're on YouTube, we're on, we have a Facebook group, we're all over the internet. And in fact, if you want to have a CMI speaker come to your church or your organization, just contact us and we'll send someone out and come to you to answer some more questions. Music